This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hani Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Hope you're having a great Wednesday. We're so close to the weekend, and man, am I excited for the weekend to come around. But until then, we're going to be giving you the latest headlines that are happening in the tech industry, starting with some scams because the UAE healthcare has definitely been hit with quite a few scams since COVID-19 became a part of our lives and one of them has been targeting nurses. How is that scam working out for those nurses and are expats also becoming a victim of those new scams especially when it comes to countries that are no longer able to travel right here in the UAE. Also when it comes to worldwide tech Amazon has also been making headlines because some people have been thinking that Amazon now accepts Bitcoin and they have released a report that denies uh, accepting Bitcoin as a payment and we're going to be giving you all the details on that report in the world of apps. Today's app is a very interesting one. It has to do a lot with cats. So every cat owner, you might just want to tune in to find out if your app or if this app can tell if your cat is happy with you or not. When it comes to weird tech, we've also got you covered right here on Future Talk because we're going to be discussing weird tech treating cancer because there's a magnetic helmet out there that assumes and says that they can go ahead and use it to shrink tumors. How accurate is it and how effective? We're going to be discussing that in just a few moments. We're also going to be talking about Instagram since they've recently announced quite a few features that have been used to address racism and hate attacks. How are they coming in handy when it comes to protecting our own minds from harassment? We're going to be sharing all those details and a lot more in just a few moments. So make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Let's talk a little bit about job scams because, especially when it comes to the healthcare industry, they have been hit pretty hard with the COVID-19 virus, but also with the cyber crimes that accompany the COVID-19 virus. So the UAE Healthcare Group has been warning of a recruitment scam that has been targeting a lot of nurses. So these nurses have been receiving what may seem like an official email address that says that they have a new job offer, an employment contract, and that employment contract was in line with the UAE federal labor law. Now, once again, these are all, it's it's a complete scam that a lot of people are falling for. Hundreds of nurses have been falling as a victim to this recruitment scam. And an Abu Dhabi-based healthcare group has been warning about these fake job offers and making sure that every nurse out there is a bit more aware when they're reading these job offers. So the fake employment contract were being sent out to everyone who is looking for a job and they are coming out in the name of the Response Plus Medical Services, which stands for RPM. 
Now, this company is actually located in Abu Dhabi, Dubai, and they even have branches in the Northern Emirates. And they tend to provide medical support for the oil and gas sector, chemical industries, and major construction sites. They also have ambulance services for educational institutions, labor accommodations, and shopping malls. So officials from the healthcare group have been sending out these contracts saying that they want to go ahead and have these nurses become a part of their team. When in reality, these jobs are completely non-existent. One of the people who are aspiring for such a job uh, was actually stating how they fell for the scam. They said that they received that fake job contract. She was a staff nurse at a private hospital. She was looking for better, better opportunities elsewhere. And once she received that job scam, or what she thought was a real job offer, she went ahead and said yes. And a virtual interview was actually conducted and they offered the employment contract through WhatsApp. But when she came to give her contact details, they asked for her bank account. And that's when things got a little bit fishy. She was like, as per the contract, I'm being offered a salary, accommodation, etc. Great. Why would you need my CCV number? Why would you need my bank account details? And she actually fell for the trap. She gave all the information in and then bam, money was debited out of her account rather than her getting any offer. And once she tried calling back those numbers, she never got an answer. So this is exactly why everyone who is out there looking for a job in the market should be a little bit more aware when you receive emails, especially when it comes to companies. Go ahead and check the URL. If you just did a quick search, when she did a quick search of the company's URL, she found out that the one in the email was actually fake. And this is a very similar scam to uh, what we've seen happening with none without nurses, you know, normal expats who have been looking to travel either back to the UAE coming from India or Pakistan. We've seen a lot of uh, travel airlines actually blocking those countries. And if you're a UAE resident stuck in India, you must be very desperate to return back to your place of work, to your life, to your family. And this is exactly what a lot of cyber criminals have been using to get money. So they have been actually sending out fake flight approval letters that are uh, supposedly coming from UAE uh, embassy authorities. And as someone who's stuck, you want to travel back so badly, you may go ahead and believe them when if you just again did a quick, quick, quick search uh, of the official URL that is found in that email. One example would be the UAE embassy in New Delhi. They have a specific URL, a specific website. If you did a quick Google search, you would find out that that URL is actually wrong, which goes to show that whenever we're reading emails of things that sound so amazing, too good to be true, you may just want to take one step back and check if it's not true altogether. Now, that letter that a lot of expats have been receiving uh, tend to have a non-existent UAE's Ministry of Interior and Naturalization and, Immigra- and Immigration Department header at the top. It's also being signed by supposedly the director of Dubai's General Directorate of Residency and Foreign Affairs. And they even have the hotlines of these authorities listed down. But a quick, simple search on the internet would showcase that These numbers that are listed in the email are actually fake. They do not belong to any of those authorities. Those URLs are also fake. They are not representing any of those authorities either. So just be careful of everything that you receive on your email, on WhatsApp, and even phone calls. 
be 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 very aware and have an open eye when you are receiving those emails because cyber crimes have been on the rise now more than ever. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Amazon and how they have also been denying a lot of fake news coming around them accepting Bitcoin. What's that all about? Keep Pulse 95 locked to find out more about it. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. As the whole world deals with cybercrimes, Amazon has also been dealing with a lot of scams because they have had a lot of people come out saying that they accept Bitcoin. And Amazon went out, they released an entire report saying that the anonymous insider who released news that they were going to start to accept Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies by the end of the year is lying. It's not true. This rumor has actually quickly spread across different news sites, even social media platforms, and they sent out an email statement to Coindesk saying that this is all not true. Amazon denied that report and they said that they had no plans to launch any cryptocurrency by the year 2022. They also said that they will not be accepting Bitcoin anytime this year, but that they're still going to continue to explore different cryptocurrencies and blockchain technologies to try and make that become a reality now these speculations i don't deny that they're coming from somewhere it does not make sense that someone would come out saying that they are considering bitcoin that they are considering cryptocurrencies without necessarily having that option be available but what amazon did say is that they're they're considering it but they don't have a fully fledged plan like that anonymous went ahead and said he said that by 2022 they were looking to release their own bitcoin and that they're also going to be that they were going to release their own cryptocurrency and that they were going to start accepting bitcoin uh, they're also they also did say that they are having a lot of plans to try and set up cryptocurrency payment solutions at some point in the f- in the future however nothing is set in stone as of right now and the main aim behind it is that when it comes to bitcoin before actually accepting bitcoin you need to have a a plan on securing people who are paying with bitcoin there has to be some form of blockchain set in stone for them to start accepting bitcoin the amazon insider uh, who actually gave out that rumor he also said that the company was looking to add far more than just Bitcoin and that they have been one that they have been working on that since the year 2019. They were looking at Bitcoin Cash, another form of cash known as Erythrium and Cardano, and that these were going to be what they have in line alongside eight of the most popular cryptocurrencies that a lot of people are a big fan of. However, the source uh, did also add that Amazon would be also wanting to create its own Bitcoin to try and gain some more money out of that yet all of that according to amazon is not true and that they are just mainly interested in recruiting more people that's all what they're interested about we've seen a lot of job vacancies actually and new job listings on amazon that have to do a little bit with blockchain so they may be considering the research process as of right now but nothing is set in stone on them actually accepting bitcoin let me know what are your thoughts about this and would you be more interested in paying in bitcoin on amazon or do you are you a little bit weary of that just yet our text signs are open 4215 do it this a lot or sign into our dms at pulse95 radio coming up on the show we're going to be talking about the happiness of your own cat because 
The app I'm going to be discussing can actually tell if your cat is truly happy with you or not. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? To all the cat owners out there, if you haven't been taking good care of your cat or you've been not giving her enough him or her enough love, there is one application that can now actually help you tell if your cat is happy with you or not. I must say, this has got to be one of the weirdest apps that I've ever talked about on Future Talk because it's mainly aimed towards cat owners. I do love cats, but I never thought that there's an app out there that could tell me what my cat is feeling at any moment. But Enough talking about it or beating around the bush. Let's talk exactly about what this app can do. Now, the application is called Tably. It's spelled T-A-B-L-Y. And it basically uses your phone camera to tell whether your cat is feeling any kind of pain. What it would do is look at the ear and head position. How narrow is the eyes or the, are the eyes of your cat? But also their muscle tension. So it can actually detect if your cat is in any distress or not, if they're feeling any pain, if they're happy or sad, basically by just looking at the exterior of your cat. So their facial features, uh, how their whiskers are changing, and they're going to give you a scale. So according to a journal that was launched uh, by Scientific Reports, they found out that there is something called the Feline Grimace Scale, known as the FGS, which is a reliable tool for assessing the amount of pain that your cat is in. So this is going to help come in handy for those who just owned a cat. They are fresh cat owners. Your kitten is too young to be able to uh, give you some experience on what they're feeling. So with bigger cats, cats that you've owned for a year or two, you can kind of tell based on their meows (laughs) if they're hungry, if they need uh, some love, need some attention. I know uh, our very own Aisha Mazmi, who is the host of Afternoon Karak, she can actually tell by the sound of the meow of her cat what her cat exactly wants. And so this is a very similar form of app, but for those who are not as experienced with their kittens. So the app actually uses machine learning and a series of images to train uh, the application itself on how a cat in pain would look like. This app could actually even help veterinarians who are young still practicing on finding out exactly what the cat is feeling or if whatever they're doing to the cat is painful for it or not so the application was developed by feeding it patterns of millions and millions of images of cat faces and these cat faces also included pictures of their body pictures of their whiskers the tails all these are clues of the well-being of the cat itself now if a cat is worried or scared it would typically have its tail either held too tightly it would look tense if a cat is loving to you she's he or she is comfortable with you they would start moving around your feet uh, loving on you wanting more love from you so an application like this i feel like would come in handy I have yet to see people actually implement it and use it. Um, and if I had a cat myself, I would have tried it on on it. It's called Tably, T-A-B-L-Y. I know a lot of people right here in the Pulse95 studios are actually excited to try it on their own cats. Let me know. Can you tell by the meow of your cat what he or she is feeling? If they're happy or sad, if they're hungry, if they need some more food, 
let me know. Share some cat experience with me and I can go ahead and help out any new feline owners out there who are also excited to find out exactly how happy their cats are. Coming up on the show, we still have lots to share with you as we kind of move away from weird tech and talk a little bit more about beneficial tech when it comes to the healthcare industry, more specifically when it comes to treating cancer, because there's a magnetic helmet out there that presumably can actually help shrink tumors. Is it coming in handy for these doctors or is it still in the testing phase? You gotta stay tuned to find out more about it. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Tech this out. Tech this out. Pulse 95. Today's weird tech is all about weird tech in the healthcare industry because... A lot of people, including myself and everyone tuning in right now, we are always afraid and worried of the big C word, which is cancer. And a lot of innovations have been out there in the market. We've heard about them treating cancer, but none of them have actually been FDA approved. Some of them start out with a great concept, but then they just don't go through. And today's innovation, I have big hopes for because it has a lot to do with basically minimizing the size of the tumor. And that is a magnetic helmet that researchers came out with that can shrink a tumor and it can even operate for home use. So it's non-invasive. You don't have to be in a hospital. You don't have to be tied down to a hospital bed to be able to use it. What is more iconic with this innovation is that it can be used for self-use therapy. So if you are Let's say post-surgery, you've doctors have been able to remove a big part of the tumor, but then some fragments were left behind. Maybe doctors could potentially help you by using it and you can shrink out the rest of the tumor or any uh, minute particles instead of resorting for radiation or chemotherapy. Now, its home use has also been proven to be both cheaper and a safer option for patients. And with the COVID-19 pandemic, this has pushed a lot of patients, especially those with chronic illnesses, back home. They've been doing telehealth, they've been doing teleconsultations to try and kind of manage their chronic conditions. And one of them has been tumors. Medicine and technology is constantly evolving and a lot of doctors have been very, very happy with this invention. Now, what this case has been tested on has been a tumor that was shrunk by 31%, which is a massive decrease to the size. It was actually uh, being tested at Houston's Neurological Institute, and that tumor was actually found in that person's brain. So the brain tumor, they had the person wear a magnetic helmet to try and shrink it. And for those of you who don't know, brain tumors are actually some of the most delicate and dangerous tumors to remove surgically because you are looking at those tumors being nearby some of the most important nerves in our body. So some people tend to lose speech, others lose uh, eyesight, some people lose their sense of hearing when doctors go ahead and remove such tumors. So it actually brings a lot of hope for all those patients who have brain tumors because this may help shrink the tumor without necessarily leaving that person with a lifelong disability. Now, tumors are also one of the the biggest issues when it comes to immune system failure. With a lot of cancer cases, especially blood cancer, removing it, let's say by removing the bone marrow, causes the person to have to live 
for a few months with very, very weak immunity. They're away from their loved ones. They're away from their family and friends because they don't want to be able to catch any virus that could basically lead them to be dead. Now, treatment for those tumors could also be helpful with this magnetic helmet because then you're looking at uh, the helmet being able to shrink the size of the tumor without necessarily having to remove it out of the person's body surgically. If you're wondering how does it work, it's a great invention, it sounds great, but how does it actually work? It works with magnetic fields. So the helmet is not that special, but the way it operates with playing around with the magnetic fields helps it basically target that tumor and only the tumor. So the only requirement for that helmet is to be able to send out a magnetic field to the person's head to be able to target that tumor magnetically and then it would go ahead and destroy it. Very similar to how radiation would work, but you're minimizing the side effects great. Is the magnetic helmet enough though? That's also another question that we should be asking because it may be a great concept, but will it cause the patient to not have to basically resort to chemotherapy or radiation? Researchers do say that this treatment sounds effective, but a lot of testing further testing has to be conducted on it. There is no say if the magnetic helmet is enough or not, especially because every case varies. No two cases of cancer are the same. It depends on the stage of the cancer, it depends on the diagnosis, it depends on the prognosis, and what this helmet brings is basically a new method of treatment that can be done and operated at home could potentially be a lot safer, but we just have time to tell. Let me know what are your thoughts about this helmet and do you know any loved one who struggles with cancer and what type of therapy do they resort for? Would do you think such a helmet could come in handy for them? Our text lines are open for 215 door to salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about fighting cyber hate because Instagram has released a brand new feature that has been addressing hate and racism on their platform. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Cyber hate has been out there on the rise. A lot of Instagram influencers, Twitter, you name it, they've been struggling with protecting their mental health and mental well-being from constantly being targeted. And this is not the first time Instagram has tried to fight all this hate. But this time, they are releasing a big feature, one that is called Limits. So how how Limits works is actually very interesting because not only does it allow you to put an end to one comment from a specific user, but rather it helps you lock down their account all together. With the Instagram influencers world, they... A lot of people think that they signed up for this, but in reality, no one signs up to be hated. It just comes with a job. And what Instagram is doing, I believe, is a great way to try and put an end to all of this because limits would allow a user to lock down that person's account. That person who's harassing you, who is constantly posting hate comments on your photos, uh, tweets, etc. You can go ahead not tweets, reels, you can go ahead and lock their account altogether. This is just one of many features that Instagram as an application has been doing to try and limit the hate that a lot of people have been getting. It's also another feature that they've launched more specifically for the Euro 2020 footballers that were actually being abused racially by the platform. 
a lot of people have been actually complaining that with let's say the limit the, uh, the restrict feature that they launched a few I think a few months ago, they launched it on the comment section on Instagram. You can go ahead and restrict that person from keep constantly commenting on that photo alone. It was it was great, but it was still not perfect. It was still not good because that person could not comment on this photo, but they can go ahead and comment on other photos. They can still go ahead and DM you. And with haters, it, it's kind of like their full-time job. They're out there wanting to make people's lives a little bit harder. So... Adam Mozeri, who's actually the app's Instagram chief executive, he went out and he said that they are trying to tighten the leash on how they respond to hate speech, hate speech and racism. So they're not allowing racism anywhere on Instagram. It does not have a place. And that's exactly why they're identifying it and removing it altogether through the new limit feature. So with this feature, you're going to be able to go ahead and block people all together by simply tapping on that bad comment that they're doing. So they po- they posted a hate comment on multiple photos. That would give you the chance, that would give you the option to be able to go ahead and restrict them, limit them all together with a little button that will be released soon known as the limits option. Let me know what your thoughts are about this new feature. I believe that Instagram have actually been working very hard in the past few months to try and limit bullying and harassment on their platform we've seen it through many many features one of them being even reminding the person commenting on your photo that the photo that they're po- that the comment that they're posting may include painful words hate words and that would just go as a reminder to that person to just take a step back you know rethink who you're posting that comment for a lot of the times we tend to think that people on instagram you know they are basically open for hate they've signed up for this but in reality no one signs up for hate and that person who's posting the photo they're also human they're on the other side of the screen they have feelings emotions insecurities that you are also targeting with every comment that you're posting so just like you would never say a hate comment to someone in their face don't go ahead and post it on social media because it's kind of the same thing but the only difference is that that person does not know who you really are let me know share with me your thoughts have you ever been vulnerable to hate on instagram it doesn't it's not just for influencers everyone i feel like may have received a hate comment or at least a hate dm um, on that platform whether it was instagram twitter facebook there are so many out there and We kind of have to protect our mental health so that we can kind of be able to put up with all that hate. But speaking of mental health, Future Talk is coming to an end and we're going to be opening the airwaves for the only place to be at three, the halftime show with Omar al-Duri. He's going to be giving you a much deeper insight on mental health, physical well-being and the world of sports. On his show, he's actually going to be talking about something that has been catching a lot of eyes recently, YouTube influencers do we call them influencers or do we call them content creators youtube content creators have actually been gonna or some of them are actually going to be going on a a fight that he's going to be giving you all the details on so make sure you stay tuned to his show if you want to catch the latest tech news you got to keep pulse 95 locked and tune in tomorrow same time same place from 2 to 3 p.m i want to wish you a beautiful afternoon have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.